Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 3rd of July, 2023. Happy New Financial Year to everyone, which, of course, ushers in the 25% increase in Australian electricity prices. Uh, So be prepared for extra large bill shock uh, so all of this equipment and lights that i've got here that all of a sudden just got more expensive we are live on the wilmsfront youtube channel the wilmsfront odyssey channel and uh, the wilmsfront rumble channel and of course uh live on entropy uh, which i put the link into the youtube live chat uh, we can send through a direct question and also send through a super chat hello to everyone in the chat including jason moore from the united states and uh, all the regulars great to see dawn browning a palo conservative australia and uh wolfman's blunt razor i think that's what he calls me wolfman because i'm so hairy and uh, no matter like i shave every day but unless i unless i'm having like a a close barber's razor <laughs> razor shave blade there's always going to be i think five, five o'clock shadow i haven't had a haircut yet i have to put in so much hair gel to keep it all in place when we're when we're going to to air it's becoming quite the ordeal it is 8 30 p.m here in melbourne victoria where while our winter big freeze is continuing it's almost like we're in siberia the the sun is hardly visible here in melbourne up in france uh, where it's the northern hemisphere summer it's summer and the 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 capital of france paris known as the 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 city of of love has turned quite fiery with yet another round of riots uh, being uh, carried out uh, this time by the new french citizens france is of course famous for its riots they seem to riot over nearly every political change i mean they're up to their their fifth republic they just had the the riots over uh, macron wanting to change the raise the the pension age from 62 to 64 uh, but uh, these latest riots uh, they 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 contain the diversity of modern france and a very multicultural now how did this it's gone for for six days now these uh, riots all over france it was triggered by the uh the french police uh, killing 17 year old french algerian teenager nahil uh, mazouk who tried to flee a traffic stop stop on 17th of june uh, this is the footage here 
The officer who fired that fatal shot is currently under investigation for manslaughter. Uh, he is in custody and charged with the voluntary homicide by a person in authority. Uh, now, according uh, to his uh, his mother, uh, Moina, uh, his last words to her were, I love you mum uh, she was leading a rally uh, justice for nahal uh, they were all wearing these these t-shirts and go further further down here uh, so she said she says here she doesn't blame the police i blame a person the one who took my son's life and we go we go up here she she said he was everything to me and that son of a bitch shot him i only had one he was my best friend my son we were so close uh, his father uh Nahil's father left his mother before he was born so he was raised by a single mother so another a one of the the many uh, fatherless children that are not just in France but in modern society. Uh, so his mother basically saying, "See, he was a good boy who didn't do nothing, just fell into a a bad crowd." Though the truth is, although he didn't have a formal formal criminal record, was known to police, and had been charged with resisting arrest uh, just the previous weekend. Uh, arrested five times uh, since 2021. Uh, so his judicial file included 15 recorded incidents, including using a false license plate, driving without insurance, and uh, and for the sale and consumption of drugs. And so the obviously his death is what has uh, triggered uh, these uh, these riots. But uh, the the reason why this uh, this traffic this traffic stop stop shooting is as has become the the flashpoint is because in 2017 there was a new French law that passed permitting police to shoot at a vehicle fleeing a traffic stop uh, if the passenger if the driver was putting passengers and passers by at risk uh, which uh, which. Nahim was. Uh, there were two other uh, men in his his car. Uh, the fact that he uh, in the the ensuring uh, chase uh, when before they shot him, tried to, he nearly ran over a pedestrian and also a a cyclist. And so obviously, the 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 police officers they were worried that he was going to injure injure or kill a, a pedestrian or cyclist or crash and kill another uh, motorist. Now, as we saw in uh, the US summer of 2020, after the, the death of uh, George Floyd in Minneapolis, uh, peaceful protest outside the local police HQ uh, turned mostly uh, peaceful, as the saying goes.
Je me suis mis le bâtiment à feu. Le bâtiment, il est à feu. And now, the, some of the innocent victims of uh, these violent thugs, one was a 80-year-old uh, priest, and uh, you might remember that uh, priests have been murdered by Islamist extremists over the, the past decade, which France has been plagued by. So Father France, Francis uh, Pellet, uh, so he, 80 years old, and he was a, a member of the congregation of St. Vincent uh, de Paul in the city of St. Eden. He was attacked by rioters on Friday and leaving him seriously injured and unconscious. They just decided to hit him with extreme force, knocking him to the ground. They continued to beat him when he was ready on the ground and stole his mobile phone and wallet. Thankfully, he is uh, still alive. He's uh, receiving he's in intensive care uh, for uh, serious injuries. And understandably, this brutal attack has sparked outrage in the, the local community. Now, it's entering the sixth day of the unrest. And you would have thought that, well, all the, the acts of unprovoked violence against innocent uh, French men and women uh, would be enough uh, to cool things. Uh, but what does uh, seem to have, well, the writers, they, they, they don't have the emboldenedness that they once did because... Of course, they felt emboldened because, oh, the the French police, uh, the racial profile, all all of the the dark skinned uh, French French men and boys, and uh, the UN, uh, of course, got on its high horse and says, yes, there is a major problem with racial profiling in France. Uh, but now, well, there should never have been any any uh, any. Uh, sort of sympathy for the the rioters, uh, but they seem to have really, uh, if they if they had any public sympathy, it seems to have been evaporating now. After there was a ram raid attack on the home of a Paris mayor, uh, Vincent Jean Brum. Uh, so they they rammed a car into his property uh, while his family uh, slept, uh, injuring his uh, wife and uh, daughter. He called it, well, attempted murder uh, attempt, uh, though he vowed to not back down and he is determined to protect and serve the Republic greater than ever. There's been over... <sighs> Uh, 2,400 arrests so far. That is just uh, the, the current tally. Uh, there's been over 4,000 vehicles that have been torched, 750 businesses that have been damaged, and uh, they've now spread 
internationally, uh, these uh, riots to, well, French-speaking uh, Brussels in, in Belgium, where uh, Macron uh, was uh, at a EU summit, and also uh, Lausanne in Switzerland, and also in overseas uh, uh, French territories and former colonies, French Guyana, uh, the French uh, Caribbean. It's just anywhere where there's uh, there's a, a French connection. Uh, there's there's apparently been rioting as well. It's it's like it's like an it's not in solidarity. It's just an excuse for thugs and criminals to commit violence. And now, even in in France, there has been a Holocaust memorial that has been desecrated. <laughs> Now, this is the biggest race riot in France since 2005, uh, which lasted three weeks. It was triggered by the electrocution of two youths at an electrical substation, which they were hiding at uh, when they were being chased by police. Uh, so that ended with uh, nearly 3,000 arrests and three people killed. Now, as I mentioned, uh, Macron he was in Brussels and also uh, at an Elton John concert, and uh, he has uh, blamed, uh, not surprisingly, uh, social media and uh, violent uh, video games. Of course, that's always the, the, the scapegoat. So he claimed that uh, you get the impression that for some that they are experiencing on the street, the video games that have intoxicated them. We've seen them Snapchat, TikTok, and several other service places where violent gatherings have been organized. There's also a form of mimicry of the violence, which for some young people leads them to lose touch with reality. Now, there was some fake news that was uh, spread overnight that uh, the French government had ordered the censorship of social media. That is not true. Uh, the BBC also released this, uh, this, you could call it helpful guide, because there is so much footage that is circulating on, on social media. They've got uh, BBC Verify. So this uh, footage, of, uh, of which is purported to be some rioters who've hijacked a police vehicle, that is from a, a film. So that wasn't real. Cars falling out of buildings. The reason I'm laughing at that is because it's not real. That 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 didn't happen. Cars are not falling out of building. This is not a sniper who is on a on top of a French uh, building. The community notes on Twitter is already on top of this uh, as well. So on a lot of these these images, if you see them on Twitter, there is a a community note. But community notes are not uh, not foolproof. Now, obviously, as I as I as I mentioned, this is the the the, the latest uh, latest uh, civil uh, mass civil unrest by the the new uh, French men and women as well, though they're mainly male uh, youths. Uh, now, of course, the demographics of France have changed uh, considerably. 
over the past, well, 50, 70 years. So uh, France, obviously, part of its colonial empire was uh, North Africa. And so there's been this reverse uh, colonial uh, colonization of France after decolonization. So in modern day France, which currently has a population of uh, 68 million, uh, there are 5.3 Reb Arabs uh, from North Africa living in France. And there are 2 million uh, indigenous Berbers from North Africa. Uh, so if you're following following that, uh, the, the Arabs were the first to colonize North Africa. And so they've gone from over the, the past uh, f- 1,500 years, have gone from North Africa and now uh, to Europe. And now it's, it's argued that, well, uh, these countries, uh, Tunisia, Algeria, uh, Morocco, they were part of the French uh, colonial empire. And so they, the, the citizens of, this, of those countries thought, well, we're French as well. So we have the right to go to the, the, the French mainland. And obviously we've seen with the, despite the British empire being uh, dissolved, uh, former uh, British Empire states, uh, India and Pakistan, a lot of its uh, citizens have uh, have migrated to Britain, uh, which uh, of course now uh, the UK is led uh, by an Indian in Rishi Sunak. Uh, so some refer to it as a blowback of, of colonization, but if you're going to have an empire which includes it includes different ethnic and religious groups. It's hardly surprising that even if you downsize just to where you started from, you're still the 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 expanded empire is still part of a uh, part of your original uh, country where you where, where where the empire first started. And now, of course, Paris has the Olympics next year, uh, so. It's not a it's not a good look uh, for Paris and France to have a, a massive uh, race riots a, a year out. Though there were uh, riots across England in 2011 uh, before the 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 London 2012 Olympic uh, Games, and that obviously went uh, without a without a hitch. Uh, so. Obviously, there'll be a, a huge, a huge security presence for the, the the Paris Games next year, and obviously, the citizens of France uh, they'll be hoping that uh, their the the their the ethnic and cultural diversity can win them more gold medals, particularly in athletics. And because remember that uh, that uh, the new uh, Frenchman uh, won. The one France, the FIFA World Cup in 2022, and they almost won it in 2022. The best player in the world at the moment, uh, Fr- uh, Frenchman Kylian Mbappe, is a French Algerian. So they're winning World Cups and, and gold medals. Uh, so there's some good to, to come out of all of this uh, mass migration and uh, diversity. Uh, now, Kylian Mbappe, uh, he plays for Paris Saint-Germain, uh, which is owned by the Qatari Investment Group. Now, despite 
the team, uh, of, <laughs> well, most French uh, football clubs have a lot of non-white players. The manager of uh, uh, Paris Saint-Germain is now going to stand trial over allegations of racism at his former club, Nice. And I found find this extraordinary. So his name is, is uh, Christopher uh, Golter. If he is found guilty, he could be sentenced to three years in jail. I mean, in Victoria, the maximum you can get for race, ra racist or religious vilification is six months and a fine of 45,000 euros. And so this is over accusations he made racist and anti-Muslim uh, comments while manager of Nice. So he is alleged uh, to have, have said that uh, that uh, there were too many black and muslim players in the in the squad and that uh, it didn't reflect uh, the demographics of nice there so they're saying our team uh, doesn't doesn't ref doesn't uh, reflect the the city that uh, that uh, we are playing for or are based at now he's denied uh, the accusations of racism and said that uh, he felt hurt at the deepest level of his humanity by the accusations and has taken legal action. And so he's likely to be uh, sacked by Paris Saint uh, Germain uh, by by this uh, after this. But again, this is the the whole thing about uh, woke sports. It's 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 never it's never enough. There's they they always find new a new racism allegation racist to to go after now we'll go to uh, up to sweden now where there is a growing uh, revolt against uh, what multicultural diversity has brought them there was a big victory for the swedish democrats uh, last year and this weekend uh, the swedish police uh, facilitated a burning of of a Quran, which basically they allowed it to be conducted safely. Oh. <laughs> And good on the Swedish police uh, for facilitating this freedom of expression i mean in a free of part of free speech and freedom of expression is that you're allowed to you should be allowed to desecrate whether it be a quran or a bible of course people are going to be offended by it but that's part of of free speech the same with flag burning as well you have the right to burn a flag whether it's an american australian a pride flag an Islamic state flag, an Aboriginal flag, 
whatever, as long as it's done well uh, safely in that, uh, that that it doesn't cause a a mass fire there. Lady of Shalott has brought up in the uh, in the chat. I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago that uh, the AFD, uh, the the Nationalist Party in Germany, is rising in the polls and is currently the leading party in the former East Germany. Uh, so there, and obviously in Italy, uh, Georgia Maloney, uh, she is pro uh, pro family, uh, pro. Italian uh, Italian culture, and uh, she is well. She, she she has been very impressive so far. Her response to Pride Month was to have uh, a a traditional families month. Now let's go over to the United States, where there were, as it's termed, three big landmark uh, decisions in the, the final uh, session of the Supreme Court before its summer recess. The first was striking down overt affirmative action admissions policies at American universities. This was Students for Fair Admissions versus Harvard University. Uh, so it ruled uh, that it was unconstitutional under the, the 14th Amendment uh, for Har Harvard University and North Carolina University uh, to give, give university positions uh, to Black and Latino students based solely on their race. They can still unconsciously give uh, preferential places to Black and Brown students if they come from a disadvantaged background but that can also be white uh, disadvantaged students should uh, should get the the same unconscious well conscious a conscious uh, consideration uh, now it wasn't white students who were most unfairly advantaged through affirmative action it was asian students because obviously they they perform the best academically in the United States and so affirmative action meant there was actually more uh, more discrimination against Asian American students and they were the the the, the, the main plaintiffs who were part of students for fair uh, admissions case to the Supreme Court it was a a 6 3 uh, decision uh, so it was split along uh, the 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 constitutional ideological grounds uh, so you have on uh, the contextualist traditionalist side of the supreme court you have uh, clarence thomas samuel leto uh, chief justice john roberts uh, you have brett kavanagh you have uh, Neil Gorsuch, and you also have Amy Coney Barrett, and then you have the three liberal uh, justices: Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, and uh, and Katanji uh, Jackson Brown. Uh, Donald Trump uh, getting those three new uh, conservative Supreme Court justices: Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Coney Barrett is probably his most most lasting achievement. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, uh, said this is not a normal uh, Supreme Court. Uh, that's his way of saying that he, he doesn't like like the, the policy. Lady Charlotte said, what took the Supreme Court uh, uh, so long? Well, for actual 
uh, uh, constitutional textualist uh, justices to uh, to be appointed there because the the founding uh, fathers and the, those who who the who put who, who enacted the amendments to the the constitution uh, they the constitution and the amendments should be read through the prism of the intention of those who put them in there now the second uh, decision uh, was uh, uh, 303 uh, creative LLC versus Alanis. And so this was a Christian website a designer who uh, wanted uh, to publish online wedding announcements, but only for heterosexual couples. And now there wasn't a complainant in this case. Uh, the owner of uh, this uh, web design company uh, decided to, to take it to the court to be absolutely sure that uh, she wasn't going to be taken to the the Colorado uh, State Human Rights Commission uh, for uh, for violating anti-discrimination laws. And now the the US Supreme Court decided six to three again that they didn't strike down uh, what's termed public accommodation laws. Uh, so for uh, so for example, I if we use that, she wouldn't be able to deny her website services to somebody who was homosexual, who just wanted uh, to create a business website, for example. Uh, this is similar to a 2018 uh, decision, Masterpiece Cake Shop versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission, uh, the, the, gay, the gay wedding cake case where the Supreme Court ruled uh, that the baker can't be forced to bake a gay wedding cake. But public accommodation laws, which were established with the Civil Rights Act of 1964, a cake shop, for example, if a gay couple wanted to go in there and just buy a plain mud cake, uh, they wouldn't be able to uh, be refused service simply because they are known to be homosexual if they're just buying a plain mud cake, uh, for example, but never let the, the the truth or the facts get in the way of a good scare. And so uh, we had uh, we had uh, the the uh, or the the victim in chief from New Zealand, uh, Shania Lau, they them claiming that any day now the Supreme Court of the United States will return people of color and black people to segregation and posted a no gays allowed sign. I'm not sure where that was and the historical sign which says no dogs, Negroes or Mexicans. Now in relation uh, to the striking down of affirmative action, uh, this tweet went viral from an account uh, belonging to a woman claiming her name was Erica Marsh who said today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. No black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs are needed. Today's decision is a travesty. Uh, so she is like a caricature of the, the white savior complex that uh, you need us 
white people blacks uh, to to make sure that uh, you can you get you get uh, preferential treatment which uh, because oh you possibly couldn't make it on your own and uh, now Erica Marsh's uh, Twitter bio proud Democrat former field organizer to elect President Biden volunteer for the Obama ad, ad, uh, foundation she her now a lot of people wondering again is this a real real, real person or is it a parody account I think maybe the giveaway was that Erica Marsh was a fictional character from the 2000 teen drama One Tree Hill. And I think it's for that reason, because it was not marked as satire or parody, that uh, Erica Marsh's account, Twitter account, has now been suspended. Uh, because I do agree with uh, Elon Musk that if it's not properly labeled, parody and i noticed that uh that's uh, that even some of the more obvious uh, parody twitter accounts uh, such as dr ann lesby and dr jebra fauci uh, make it have dead giveaways that uh, that they are satire they said <laughs> something that says they have a phd in uh parody so make it absolutely clear because the the, the new impersonation <laughs> parody par, uh, parody rules uh, that uh, they're not going to get is it called uh, Elon or Musk's now because obviously we have Zucked if your Facebook accounts gets uh, suspended or deleted. What do you reckon in the chat? Should, it, should if you get your Twitter account suspended, are you Elon or are you Musk? And now the final uh, landmark Supreme Court decision was striking down uh, Joe Biden's executive order to uh, forgive uh, student loan debt. This was Biden versus Nebraska, because this is it's to forgive all the unpaid student debt. That's unfair on the people who have already paid back their their debt. I mean, they they would feel like suckers now. Wow, I just should have waited it out to, for Biden uh, to waive uh, my debt, and of course. It's unfair to, to make the people who chose not to go to college because they wanted to be a tradie or do something else with their with their life to force force them uh, through their taxes to, to pay for uh, somebody else's education. And now uh, the beginning of uh, the the new financial year uh, also uh, also ushers in the <laughs> also ends the month of June. Uh, so Pride Month is over, uh, though I know that uh, the Assistant uh, Secretary for Health in the US, uh, Rachel Levine, uh, declared it a summer of pride. And Justin Trudeau, he's uh, declared it the, the pride season. So they want her to make it uh, last all summer. Though coming up, of course, is uh, the 4th of July, United States in Independence Day. And so there's a lot of a, uh, American patriots on Twitter saying quite rightly, hey, we just don't need one day, 4th of July for patriots. Let's have July whole month of patriotism. And uh, now in the 2024 Republican presidential primaries, uh, Donald Trump is 30 points ahead of Florida Governor Ron uh, DeSantis. DeSantis is running his slogan, Florida is where woke goes to die. And his uh, DeSantis War Room uh, Twitter account uh, released a, an attack ad on um, Trump uh, claiming uh, that he's too pro the LGBT agenda. I will do everything in my power to protect 
BTQ citizens. If Caitlyn Jenner were to walk into Trump Tower and want to use the bathroom, you would be fine with her using any bathroom she chooses. That is correct. In the future, can transgender women compete in Miss Universe? Yes. Make America great again. just produced some of the harshest, most draconian laws that literally threaten trans existence. Congratulations, Ron Sanders. Mission accomplished. You win. And now this ad was attacked as homophobic by the log cabin Republicans who said that Ron DeSantis extreme rhetoric has just ventured into homophobic territory, uh, warning that his rhetoric will lose hard fought gains in critical races across the nation. Left wing gays have tried to hijack the equality movement by pushing their radical sex and gender policies on children while slandering anyone who disagrees with them. Ron DeSantis and his team can't tell the difference between common sense gays and the radical left gays. He sadly sees them all the same. His naive policy policy positions are dangerous and politically stupid. And there are a number of the gays against groomers who attacked the ad as homophobic, such as Rob Smith, that uh, Iraq war veteran, also, uh, Clark, uh, Clarkson uh, Dawson, uh, who is a uh, national cheerleading championship and also part of Gays Against Groomers, and also uh, David Leatherwood, who also known as Brokeback Patriot, also another uh, gay against groomer. Now, go, flashing back to 2016, the reason why Donald Trump said, I, ple- I pledge to do everything in our power to protect our LGBTQ citizens. He said from a hateful foreign ideology, because this was after the Pulse nightclub massacre in Orlando, where a Muslim extremist terrorist uh, massacred uh, 50, uh, 50 people who were in uh, the gay Pulse Orlando nightclub. And so Trump said, I'm better that for the, the gay community than uh, Hillary because, well, I'm going to make sure that they're not shot in a nightclub uh, for being who they are. Now, obviously, the reaction has been uh, from uh, the LGBTQ radicals is that, see, uh, you naive uh, people in Gays Against Groomers, see, they're gonna, they, they were going to come for, for you eventually you're you've you're now you've proven yourselves to be useful idiots and this is the logic uh, that uh, the lgbtq extremists they uh, and why they feel feel the need to uh, defend uh, to the hilt uh, drag queen story time uh, nude men at pride marches because they say oh well if we condemn any of it and say it's too far or oh, then we're conceding ground uh to the anti-lgbtq extremists so yeah, this is the this is 
this is why I none of uh, this this uh, perverted and uh, deviant uh, public displays are ever condemned by the activist class because they are oh, because then we're ceding ground uh, to our enemies. That ad probably went too too far. Was uh, an unnecessary attack, and is it also highlighted to me that uh, DeSantis has he got anything else apart from a uh, countering wokeness? I mean, what's his uh, obviously on foreign policy? He's flip flop on uh, Ukraine. Is he going to pay down uh, the uh, thirty one trillion dollar national debt? How's he going to to do that? What what uh, what do we know what his other policies now? I mean, with the, the US economy uh, recovering, uh, with, uh, with uh, inflation down to 4%, uh, GDP growth at 1.6%, Biden can just claim in his re-election, he can use Bill Clinton's line, it's the economy stupid, vote for me because the economy is good. And remember, the Republicans uh, did incredibly badly in uh, uh, by midterm standards in 2022, uh, didn't uh, uh, take back the Senate, only just took back the, the House. It's because they campaigned negatively just what is bad with, with Biden. They didn't put forward an agenda. And all we know so far is what, uh, what Ron DeSantis is, is against. And so... Obviously, it seems to me that he has the same pr problem that Mark McGowan did in that he didn't know what uh, Mark McGowan, obviously part of the reason he resigned is that he didn't really have a purpose after COVID. Ron DeSantis is still, he's still, so he's still, obviously he's chosen uh, being anti-woke as his purpose after he was known as the, the freedom governor. Uh, but it seems that he's, he, his uh, agenda and uh, his uh, vision is quite stagnant. So I'd love to see what you think in the comments, but I certainly, obviously I'm not a US uh, citizen, I can't vote, but I certainly uh, believe that Trump is the best on uh, the issues, though Trump, he is uh, wanting uh, to Want, uh, wanting to to also uh, jump on uh, the 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 anti-trans movement, uh, even though he didn't. Uh, well, he did ban uh, transgenders from the military when he was he was president. I didn't agree with that uh, decision because there's so many that for so, uh, there is actually some sort of study behind why there's so many transgenders in the in the military, uh, but uh, that it's that's that they join people with gender dysphoria to try and try and fight it uh, so i didn't agree uh with that though I, other than that i donald trump uh, he was uh, pretty quiet on uh, the lgbt uh front uh, but now he is promising a nationwide ban on uh, child transitions I will immediately sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content on our children. As I said, I will keep men out of women's sports, and I will sign a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. Can you believe it? 
No, can you believe you have to say that? I'm going to sign a law to prohibit child sexual mutilation. Can you imagine saying that 15 years ago? People would look around. What the hell is what's he talking about? That's taking place in our country. It's it's insane what's going on. Now, I saw a few in the replies uh, to this uh, pledge uh, by uh, Trump and uh, asked him, are you going to, uh, does that include outlawing male infant uh, circumcision? Because that is genital mutilation as well. But uh, of course not, because that would be anti-Semitic. Ron Nielsen says Trump never built the wall. Well, he never built it all across the United States and was pushing the clot shots in the end, weak and inefficient. Though DeSantis, he I made the the the, the vaccines accessible uh, to uh, Floridians through pharmacies and supermarkets, and that he was a big uh, vaccine pusher as well. And he, the DeSantis, you remember, he he enforced a lockdown in the the first wave during the two weeks to flatten the curve. It was only during the second wave when he he wised up and is like, hang on, this isn't working. This is is crushing our state. And so he's DeSantis has got a real nerve to attack Trump uh, for uh, for uh, emboldening Fauci to, to close down the, the country. And as paleoconservative uh, Australians said, DeSantis signed anti-free speech law in Israel, yep, which bans uh, uh, you can go to jail for pamphleting if uh, certain people find it offensive. So they're all not, uh, per- <laughs> they're both not uh, perfect, but I just think Trump has the the better record. Uh, we won't uh, get into a, a discussion about uh, li- literal uh, dickheads on, on this chat, but every, it seems it's universal in the chat uh, that uh, everyone is against uh, infant male circum- circumcision, uh, as am I. Uh, there is, all, it, it's all pseudo uh, medi- medical science that is behind it as well. Now, over in the UK, uh, they there was uh, London Pride, and uh, well, the Just Stop Oil brats who uh, who desecrated the the this the field of the second Ashes test. Uh, decided they would do a Lydia Thorpe and lay in front of the the London uh, Pride Parade. They made these uh, demands of uh, of London in Pride. This is this is how this is how entitled uh, these people are that they just feel they can make demands of any group. It's it's basically blackmail, a form of a, a form of terrorist blackmail. Uh, do we say uh, otherwise uh, we otherwise we will uh, disrupt your operations i mean that is that is literal literal definition of of terrorist blackmail uh, so ju- just up all they wanted london pride to come out against uh, all all uh, ga- new gas and oil protests and they said no i mean they're far left uh, cultural marxists but they they're not that far left and so this, this is this this is what happened. 
Now, the man in the uh, white and red uh, dress, uh, he claims that he is both bisexual and non-binary, which if you're bi means two, uh, so he's contradicting his, his, his gender identity is contradicting his sexuality. He's saying he's non-binary, I believe he probably believes in infinite genders, but he then says, I'm only attracted to the two biological genders. And sorry, he had there the Ukraine uh, Ukraine flag uh, painted on his, on his, on his uh, cheeks as well, because you've got to got to have there the Ukraine virtue signaling as well. Well, one, uh, uh, Ron Nielsen says, run them over. Well, uh, one of the, uh, the, the best things that Ron DeSantis did was pass a law in, in Florida that if you ran over climate or BLM uh, protesters, then you wouldn't be prosecuted. But unfortunately, that was struck down by a federal judge. This is the, the thing, these, these brats, they become so emboldened because the police actually arrest the people who try to drag them off. I mean, you saw what happened to Dennis Hutz in Perth when he confronted the, the, the Climate Extinction Rebellion protest blocking the road. He was arrested, even though the, the, the Extinction Rebellion uh, protesters were obstructing traffic i mean the labor government in south australia they have they, they, they've beefed up the the penalties there so in australia uh in some places there is less tolerance and now lawrence fox the leader of the reclaim party he tried to attend london uh london pride but was uh moved on by the met police he said well i was i would i would I, I, i've been I was supporting it back when, uh, back in the the nineties and and two thousands. The the actual original LGB movement, and uh, so he of course uh, burnt uh, pride flags on his property a couple of of weeks ago. He said he was burning them because they were flags representing the pride progress flags. Uh, uh, there were flags endorsing child mutilation. There's been a lot of a lot of a lot of, uh, lot of people, uh, Brits, who are trying to claim that Lawrence Fox is is mentally ill now. That is, oh, that he's do that is he's not uh, trying to disparage his activism. Just saying, oh, you know, he's just it's it's just part of a a, ment a mental breakdown. And now. Lawrence Fox, he, well, he preempted a decision by his bank, Barclays uh, Bank, uh, to close his bank account. He was like, right, I'm going to take my money out right away. Nigel Farage, a GB News host, uh, newscaster of, of the year, won an award for it. Uh, and of course, uh, Brexit champion, former UKIP and uh, Brexit party leader. He, he was uh, deplatformed by his bank. Uh, they said they informed him that that they were closing his personal and business account and he can't get another bank account with any other British bank. And now he's not the first uh, f first uh, first uh, person in Britain to have his account closed for for wrong think. Uh, numerous members of uh, patriotic alternative, Mark Collette, and uh, also uh, Tommy Robinson, Katie Hopkins, they've had bank accounts closed. 
And so this, and as I wrote in my article here, because, uh, and I mentioned here that, uh, that uh, there was no outrage uh, by the uh, conservative media uh, when it happened to uh, British National Party and, and Patriotic Alternative members because they have extremist views. But this is how the deplatforming institutions, uh, if they can get away with that with people deemed extremists, they close the net and they deplatform anyone whose political views don't align with the current narrative or messages. Remember, uh, in social media, when social media deplatforming began, it it happened to Alex Jones first. Well, he's a, a far-right conspiracy theorist. His views are dangerous. So it's okay that it happens to him. But, of course, uh, the walls moved in. And now the the Daily Wire, who, well, they thought they were untouchable. I, heaps of their videos are get, getting taken down by YouTube uh, for misgendering. Uh, so they eventually come for the mainstream, uh, more acceptable uh, conservative uh, voices. Yes, happened to, to uh, Laura Taylor, uh, Mark Collette's Patriot Alternative uh, 2LC. Uh, Dawn Browning says, Barclays has made my mum close her UK account. She had to transfer everything to Australia now. Well, maybe Nigel Farage, he will move to Australia. Uh, he's obviously coming here next week to support a, a, a Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, tour. Obviously, uh, there has been a banking deplatforming here in Australia. ANZ Bank has been the worst offender. And uh, if you watched the the Joel and Blair show last week, uh, Blair Cottrell, uh, he he uh, informed us that Westpac, even though they said they were closing his account uh, back in 2019, they never actually followed through, maybe because he drew attention to it. But he, when he, a year later, he, he was, he found he was still able to log into that account. Uh, so they never actually closed it. But I do know of several, several patriots who have had their bank accounts closed by ANZ, a gay and Z, it's more like given they have their uh, their rainbow gate M's. And these have been patriots nationalists who don't have a huge profile. It's like the ANZ, they got some sort of membership list of a nationalist Facebook group and just decided, well, they're with us, close uh, close the bank. And it's happened in the US as well. Enrique Tarrio, leader of the Proud Boys, he got his bank account closed so it's like and this because you can't function in our modern technique uh, technological society without a bank account uh, so these are like de facto uh, social credit store credit scores that are developing here and uh, this is what uh, woke capitalism what's it it's, it's now not called corporate social responsibility it's called it's called uh, it, diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, and nearly every uh, corporation has has one now. They have shot, who, who the hell do these banks think they are? Well, they think that they're, they're, they're above any, any form of consumer rights. Now, staying in the UK, uh, obviously I've covered here, uh, the Mayor of London, Sadiq, 
Khan, who he also uh, celebrated uh, Pride in London, even though, well, there's a lot of uh, Muslims, uh, who, uh, uh, which is uh, Sadiq Khan uh, says he's of the Muslim faith. Uh, yeah, there are many, many millions of Muslims around the world who, well, they, they according to the Quran, I, homosexuality is forbidden. And so it is, uh, it is punishable in a lot of Islamic countries, well, in, in all Islamic countries governed by Sharia law, I should say. And going back to the Swedish burning of the burning of the Quran in Sweden, in response, I think it was in Iraq, uh, they, in retaliation, they burnt the, the rainbow flag. Uh, yes, yeah, so Sadiq Khan, uh, he is, he is, he has a different reading of uh, of uh, the Quran and homosexuality and um, Islam, but his other big uh, crusade is uh, is uh, net zero emissions uh, by 2050. He's going to save the planet with his uh, ultra low emissions zone cameras in London, which uh, of course are being vandalized and uh, removed. Uh, so. To usher in the the latest climate deadline, uh, because uh, Greta Greta Thunberg her her, her doomsday doomsday uh, prediction of the end of the world by uh, by June twenty twenty three didn't come to fruition. Uh, King Charles and Sadiq Khan uh, they pressed a new climate doomsday button. We've got until twenty thirty to stop the planet warming by one point five degrees Celsius. Three, two, one. King Charles helped turn on a climate clock at a summit in London this afternoon. It triggers 150 similar clocks across the major cities of the UK, counting down the seconds to 2030. The estimated deadline for limiting climate change to 1.5 degrees above pre-industrial levels. But the UK's climate watchdog had a stern warning for the government today. The Climate Change Committee said its confidence that the government would meet its own legally binding targets for cutting emissions by the end of the decade had fallen markedly. Uh, so the, the UK Conservative government is planning to end the sale of petrol cars by 2030. That's their, that, that's their goal. And now Greta Thunberg, she was over in Ukraine to meet uh, Volodymyr Zelensky talking about the ecological damage uh, by uh, the, 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 the Russian invasion of Ukraine. How dare Putin? And uh, so this, uh, this was their meeting. It's really a very important signal uh, for, uh, of uh, supporting Ukraine. It's, it's very important and, and uh, really we need need your help, your professional help, and I spoke with my team, you had a good conversation, and thank you very much for, for video format, uh, which we had together, mm -hmm. yeah, so um, it, it, it's very important have, have to have this, uh, you made the decision about this compact of uh, very concrete steps, we've been there in Kherson region, in Mykolaiv region, and a lot of cities, I think. I saw in the, the comments here 
I bet Putler cancelled Farage account, uh, Farage's account. This is, I think, the the member of parliament that Farage was referring to, who claimed under parliamentary privilege that he had been paid by the Russians and. He blamed that in part for the closure of uh, his account because he's deemed a politically exposed uh, person. Uh, though Zelensky's accounts, well, he has multiple accounts. Uh, uh, the 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 money just keeps flowing into to his accounts, and in fact, it seems that uh, the uh, the the coalition liberal national opposition in Australia uh, want uh, the Albanese government to uh, spend. The, the bigger budget surplus, 19 billion, it is now on aid to Ukraine, just blow it on Ukraine. Peter Dutton said, oh, we're sending our old relics over to, to Ukraine or the Vietnam War uh, tanks and that. That's not going to, to help uh, Ukraine. Uh, Peter Dutton was saying, oh, well, it's 110 million. It's, it's not enough. Raise it, raise it more. And now we, we saw like what writing endless checks uh, to Ukraine does to a country uh, like the United States. Uh, Joe Biden uh, negotiated with Congress to raise the debt ceiling again. I mean, I commend uh, uh, Anthony Albanese and Treasurer Jim Chalmers uh, for banking the surplus uh, because we need to uh, pay down the, the debt uh, because obviously the higher interest rates go, uh, that means the there is higher costs on servicing that debt. And if the Albanese government just spent the surplus, that would further further fuel inflation. And so it is the, both the economic responsible thing to do for current and future generations to pay down the debt and also to stop inflation in the short term. Uh, we don't know what the Reserve Bank of Australia will decide tomorrow. It's first Tuesday of the month. Could there be another rate rise? Uh, who knows? Uh, but uh, we did see inflation uh, dip slightly uh, to 5.8%. Uh, the economy is line ball, hardly growing at all. Uh, though the the river the the budget is in a healthy position thanks to commodity prices and uh, the fact that there is low unemployment at the at the moment we'll see if that low unemployment re remain, uh, remains uh, once the 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 restart of mass migration to Australia uh, really uh, kicks in uh, but uh, the beginning of the uh, financial year also ushered in. The, the, the beginning of the National Anti-Corruption Commission, the NAC. Uh, so its uh, commissioner is uh, Paul uh, Brereton. Now, it's not going to, uh, going to have the, the, the super uh, powers to be a law unto itself, like the New South Wales Independent Commission Against Corruption. After almost two years, it handed down its findings on former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian and it accused her of serious corrupt conduct uh, for not declaring a conflict of interest over deciding over two grants to the Wagga Wagga electorate uh, uh, and because she was in a secret relationship at the time uh, with the MP Daryl uh, Maguire who who has also been accused of uh, serious corruption by ICAC for uh, enriching himself through 
uh, through property deals uh, using his uh, position as an MP. Now, the thing is, uh, even though like they're both, uh, ICAC has deemed like you're both correct, we've decided it's only recommending charges against uh, Daryl Maguire uh, and not against Gladys Barry Jicklian. So is, is corruption an offence or not? Like, this is the thing. So they found her to be serious, <laughs> to be, uh, to be engaging in seriously corrupt conduct, uh, 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 breaching public trust, uh, but it's not criminal. And so they're all uh, the, the liberal leaders from all around uh, Australia, from the new New South Wales opposition leader, Mark Speakman, to federal, uh, federal opposition leader, Peter Dutton, have uh, defended Gladys Berejiklian and attacked ICAC saying that, look, all she's, all she's uh, guilty of is just to choosing a bad boyfriend. And if you listen to the, the phone taps, he, he was really like always berated her for uh, not, uh, not, uh, not uh, putting his, uh, his, uh, the, the money for his electorate in the, in, in, in the budget. And now she says the reason that she didn't declare it because she didn't think it was significant enough. Uh, in uh, she is of uh, Armenian uh, Armenian ethnicity, and in uh, conservative Armenian culture, if you announce a relationship, you're it basically means that you're going to to marry the person. So she declared the relationship publicly. It uh, basically would have mean, well, we're we're going to get married. It's 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 serious. Uh, Gladys is is currently with. Uh, she's been with him for uh, two years now. They started dating uh, just before uh, Gladys plunged uh, Sydney into that extended 2021 lockdown. Arthur Moses SC, who was uh, Ben Robert Smith's lawyer and is now uh, defending Network 10, who who are taking its their former political editor Peter Van Onselen to court, accusing him of breaching a non-disparagement clause against the the network. And uh, now, of course, the because Gladys was Premier of New South Wales, it meant that uh, the standard practice, the stand, well, it's not compulsory, but it's bringing precedent if you're under investigation by ICAC, you stand aside. Now, Chris Minns, because he knows the current uh, current New South Wales Premier, uh, Labor, he has he said, well, we didn't call on Gladys to resign. Uh, she chose to. Uh, people can make what they want of the findings is because Chris Minns knows that he could be done over by ICAC as well. I mean, it was a, a bottle a bottle of wine he failed to declare Barry O'Farrell. Uh, <laughs> he because he was seen to mislead ICAC, he uh, resigned. And the man who set up ICAC, uh, the New South Wales Liberal Premier in the early 90s, Nick Greiner, he he, he uh, had to resign because of ICAC, but he was cleared during, uh, uh, during an appeal. But here in Victoria, a, if you're the Premier, you can get away with corruption because corruption is basically legal. I mean... Dan Andrews, when there's a damning IBAC report, he just says, well, thank you for this educational uh, report. I mean, he's appointed his mates to numerous uh, government uh, positions. I mean, one of his uh, former uh, former staff members is the Assistant Commissioner with Victoria Police. Uh, former ministers Lisa Neville and Martin Foley 
are now on uh, state government health boards and his former deputy James Molino was appointed the head of the Suburban Rail Loop Authority. I don't know what his qualification is uh, for transport infrastructure. He wasn't even the Minister for Transport Infrastructure. Uh, and there are all these, with all of the contracts uh, for the, the big build, it's all pre quid pro quo with uh, deals with the unions and the, the contractors or everything. I mean, it's, it's so corrupt. And obviously because uh, Dan has appointed, uh, appoints all of the police commissioners, uh, the magistrates, the judges, the people in the director of public Prose prosecutions, they all do his, his bidding. And that's why uh, people like uh, Senator Slay and Neil Erickson are constantly uh, constantly prosecuted for uh, hurting people's feelings. Meanwhile, I, the Dan's uh, director of uh, public prosecution uh, is not going to file charges against the Victoria police officers who were complicit in the Lawyer X scandal using a us, using underworld underworld uh, underworld figure lawyer or lawyer for the underworld figures, Nicola Gobbo, as a police informant. And because uh, she says that, oh, well, so much time has passed, people can't remember things, even though uh, she was the one, the DPP, I should, should probably look up her name to name and shame her. She was the one who, who said that, that well, she was the one who prosecuted the, well, the, the quashed uh, George Powell uh, child sex abuse uh, Con uh, convictions, which was based on memories from 25 years ago, while the Laura X, this is just memories from, well, less than that, Kerry Judd KC, she's the current DPP. And uh, we had also uh, the, the Victoria Day Council Awards, where Brett Sutton, the outgoing Victorian Chief Health Officer, he uh, was awarded the Victorian of the Year. Now, Victoria Day Council, this is unrelated to the Australian, uh, the Victorian Australian of the Year. So the Victoria Day Council is actually a, a private organisation which celebrates uh, Victoria Day, which is on the 1st of July when Victoria broke away from the colony of New South Wales in 1851. So happy Victoria Day uh, for, <laughs> for uh, July 1, which was uh, Saturday. And also uh, Vizzy, uh, headed by uh, Anthony Pratt of the Pratt family. Vizzy was the corporate uh, citizen of the year. And uh, the Victoria Day Council is also, well, it's it uh, supported uh, Dan and uh, Brett's uh, uh, public health measures, i.e. Uh, police state lockdowns, uh, because... Well, because they they said it was well for, and so because of that, they didn't they didn't hold awards in 20, 20, 20, 21, even though they they could have held them virtually. This was just a private institution which is headed by leftists who gave a gong uh, to uh, to lackeys of uh, Dan Andrews. We have a update on the the voice referendum and uh, I'll make sure I should play the the music
now the Yes 23 campaign, uh, they they are now ditch they've ditched their plans uh, to recruit sports stars and celebrities to spruik the voice. Instead, they're going to rely on the 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 stories or voices uh, of ordinary Indigenous Australians who are in favour of the the voice and. Uh, Labor Senator Pat Dodson, who's been away fighting cancer, he uh, returned uh, to uh, uh, to uh, the public debate uh, since the the voice is now the no case is winning, and claimed that if Australia uh, votes no, then uh, we won't uh, then we won't have any uh, any uh, authority or standing to criticize china over its human rights records he says the country needs to have clean hands so basically this is another form of black uh, of moral blackmail if australia votes no it doesn't it doesn't mean that all the aboriginal australians are going to be rounded up and put into concentration re-education camps like the Uyghurs are in Xinjiang province in China. uh, He's just, Pat Dodson, by saying that, oh, we won't be able to criticise China if the voice gets voted now, he's given China ammunition to attack us. I mean, China is, is a totalitarian dictatorship with no free speech. I mean, you if no, if no gets up, People like Pat Dodson and Marsha Langton and Thomas Mayo are still going to be able to complain that Australia is racist and all all of that stuff. And also in China, uh, when there's Chinese government events in Xinjiang province, there's no welcome to country by the Uyghurs. I mean, seriously, what a absurd analogy. And uh, the Yes 23 uh, advocacy groups they held well community rallies all around australia there just happened to be these spontaneous rallies attended by thousands in the major cities there so they're trying to uh, create the impression that it that is grassroots so of course we know that uh, leftists uh, they can always make time in their schedule to attend any form of of rally there so that was hardly surprising and they even were able to 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 move to be in people were able to move in a a yes i haven't got the photo but yeah so the the helicopters above could film them film people uh formulating the yes uh, letters uh so they had the resources to do that and this week is also nadoc week another uh, another indigenous aboriginal uh, week uh so there is uh, we already had Reconciliation Week and Sorry Day. Uh, so like with all the Alphabet Days, there's all of these uh, Indigenous Aboriginal First Nation Days. Uh, now, uh, it was great to uh, see you, uh, Lady of Shalott, on uh, uh, 99 Iron Duke's uh, stream on Friday night uh, about the, the voice. Uh, it was a very thorough discussion. And uh, on uh, Friday, I recorded a segment on Reality Check Radio uh, with uh, Paul Brennan. Uh, so that uh, aired this morning. Uh, so I'll include the link into this into the show notes page. Uh, so they're wanting an Australian to to talk about the voice uh, constitutional referendum debate, what it is all about. So I gave the most extensive 
summary, a cond extensive condensed condensed summary that I could I could. So I'll put that in the show notes. I might also embed a post on the unshackled.net. Now, as you know, I, I'm sort of umming and ahhing about whether to take out a Twitter Blue uh, subscription. And uh, Elon Musk on the weekend, he uh, he has made the decision uh, because of this. Uh, he said to address uh, extreme levels of scraping and system ma uh, manipulation. We've applied the following temporary limits. So it's now up to ten thousand for verified accounts, one k for unverified accounts, which is mine, and uh, five hundred uh, for new unverified accounts and there's again a lot of people saying look this is the end of twitter now how can you how can you encourage people to use a platform that limits your participation musk is saying like look this is this is because twitter has grown so much that we need to take this action and he even <laughs> retweeted his own uh, a, a a i don't think he runs his own parody account but he retweeted the elon musk parody account he said the reason i set a view limit is because we're all twitter addicts and need to go outside i'm doing a good deed for the world here also that's another view you just used and what he another thing he tweeted you awake from a deep trance step away from your phone to see your friends and family and the venue for the uh, Musk versus Zuck MMA fight uh, could be the Colosseum in Italy. Uh, so this was reported by the the Sun Sun in the UK. Uh, so UFC boss uh, Dana White has uh, begun talks. And uh, so Zuckerberg was contacted by an official from the government Italy about staging the 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 USC fight, according to Team TMZ Sport. So, and now Zuckerberg, obviously, he looks like a skinny nerd. And if you've seen that photo of uh, Musk he, on a, a yacht, he's got a pale white, uh, saggy dad bod because he's in his fifties. He looks younger because he's had the the transplant there. So he'll need to need to need to train and uh, now a lot of people they aren't coping uh with their <laughs> with their tw uh, twitter view rations uh maybe maybe if you're you're wanting to make sure that you utilize your twitter views well uh count dankula is is back uh so <laughs> uh, return so in reply for in in response to being called a racist count dankula said excuse me i'm one one thousandth cherokee a uh, elizabeth warren uh people like her won't won't now falsely need to claim their cherokee to get into harvard anymore with the end of affirmative action there'll be a lot less uh race fakes around and uh <laughs> in response to mark burns saying you're a disgrace to Republicans with grammar like that, you are never getting into college anyway. <laughs> when are you going to make women illegal, Justice Dankula? Right after I take their votes away. Well, the Equal Rights Amendment never passed, thanks to Philip Schlafly. Imagine if the Equal Rights Amendment did pass. Uh, uh, the what the Supreme Court uh, would decide how to apply that to society. And in response to affirmative action was a safeguard to prevent racism. Looks like it didn't work. 
And uh, in response to Miranda, careful, I'm crossing the road, boiling kettle, walking down the street. I can still be stupidly wrong. Explain your careful decision. We decided that you need to be smart to go to college. I mean, in Australia, it's all decided by the ATAR score. I mean, you can't have a more colorblind system than that, a score where the universities don't even read your race. They just read a score. And, uh, well, a, a more blunt one by Count Dankula, court is in now in session, Hawes. Uh, so uh, Justice Dankula was one of the one of the accounts that got uh, permanuked pre-Musk, but is now back now. So thank you, everyone, uh, once again, uh, for joining me on Tim's News Explosion. Uh, there, of course, uh, will be... Uh, a further report from Tiger Mountain with Richard Walshencroft later in the week and another Tim's News Explosion next Monday, 8.30 p.m. Melbourne time on the Wilmsdorf YouTube, Odyssey and Rumble. Make sure to help uh, with the algorithms. Make sure wherever you're viewing Tim's News Explosion, give a thumbs up, comment below. Make sure that if you haven't uh, subscribed, and click the bell to announce notifications. And remember, if you uh, don't want to send through super chats uh, through Entropy, you can you can support the Unshackled by taking out a premium membership. So it's bronze five dollars per month, uh, silver ten dollars per month, gold twenty five dollars per month, and platinum fifty dollars per month. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Again, stay safe, stay sane, stay warm, stay happy, stay laughing at Clown World. Stay optimistic and also just yeah, just uh, stay 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 on the level is the new one I've come up with as well. Good night everybody. Tim's news explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.